Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Self-care. 
Okay. Well, I want to just jump in really quick um, and keep it simple. And like I said, you are more than welcome to uh, jump into the conversation, um, you know, if something resonates with you. But, yes, you're right. We're talking about taking good care of yourself and what that even means. So I have just a, a well, I'd say few, but that's three, but I have four uh, bullet points that I kind of want to discuss with you all briefly, and then we can kind of go from there. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, I want to start with working towards your goals, right? So we talk about goal setting. When we talk about goal setting, you want to make sure that you're focusing on your strengths when you're creating goals. Let's start over. When you're creating goals, you want to have smart goals, right? Which, whoo, if my memory serves me right, S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for accountability, R is for... You know, R is reliable, and wow, he okay. is time, reliable, and he is time management. So, whoo, I remembered. So, those are the type of goals. When you're talking about goal setting, you want to have smart goals, right? Things that you can measure, keep yourself accountable. They have a specific time frame to it. They're actually reliable goals, and that they're very specific, right? So, you can be able to track them appropriately, and then maybe modify them if you want. But the first thing that you want to do is focus on your strengths. Then focus on solving problems. So you want to start with focusing on your strengths, right, because it's a high note. Then you want to think about, okay, what are the things that I need to work on, whether it's in my personal or professional life. Um, focus on the future, uh, and that goes more towards the long-term goal. Uh, and then the last thing about setting the goals is, you know, focus on, um, what you want your life or how you want your life to progress, right? So I know I'm saying a little bit general, but a couple of things that would make a little bit more sense is when you're writing down your goals, right, you can start with short-term goals. Uh, so maybe like a week, up to three weeks. Um, you can then go into intermediate goals, which are like three to nine months, three to six months. And then the long-term goals typically are nine months and beyond. What I like to do is sit still quietly and um, figure out what my bird's eye view is of what I want my personal goals and my professional goals to look like. And then I actually kind of go backwards. I go through the intermediate and then the short term. It just helps me to see exactly what I need to do and the steps that I need to take in order to accomplish my goals, whatever goals it is, right? So that would be the first thing. In addition to that, in order to track the goals, you can do it in multiple ways, but there's two main ways that I like to suggest to um, my people, which is have a journal. That's really awesome because then you can track what's going on and make some modifications. But typically, the most common way to track your goals is having vision boards. So everyone has a vision board party or they want to do their vision board. Usually, it's more on the female side than the male side. However, yeah, I no, we'll like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know you guys just have amazing memories. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it and we'll just see kind of how it unfolds. And that's that how me and John do it. That's <laughs> how y'all do it. Hey, there's <laughs> there's yeah, no judgment I, on that. If I miss the mark on one of my goals and it's not on paper, I can just easily shift my goal to, <laughs> to where I want to be. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Oh, okay. That's <laughs> how that works. 
Well, typically, and that's why I said typically women do have vision board parties where, you know, you're cutting out different clippings of magazines or writing different things on a board and you hang it up. Um, unfortunately, our society kind of forgets about the vision board, similar to New Year's resolution, uh, maybe three months. So we're in March uh, when things kind of just disappear. But that's one reason why I go to the journal first is because you can always keep that with you, um, whether you're stashing it in your work bag or your purse or you know, in your car, whatever, you can always track that. Um, moving on to the second tier, which is caring for yourself and what that looks like. So really some advice that I have just for basic self-care is live healthier, right? So eat healthy foods, get enough sleep, exercise regularly, avoid drugs and alcohol as much as you can, and manage your stress so that way, you know, you're better able to receive situations as they come, Right. Um, another suggestion is practice good hygiene, right? So that way it's important for social, it's important for medical and psychological reasons. So that way it reduces risks of um, illnesses, especially preventable illnesses. Then also you feel better, right? When you're taking care of yourself with good hygiene and then other people respond better as well. Um, build a tribe. So visit friends, family, uh, be around positive people that are and bring about support in your life, um, especially if there's transitions that we go through, whether it's job or family changes, relationship changes, personal changes. We're always going through some type of transition. So it's great to be able to have a tribe that supports you during those transitions. Um, another suggestion that I have is try something that you enjoy every day. And I was talking to um, a family member of mine last week during Memorial Week, and we were talking about running through the sprinklers as a kid or climbing the monkey bars. So even stuff like that where you remember having fun as a child um, or even in your teen years or your younger years, try something that you enjoy doing, right? It reminds you of the beauty of just the simple things. And the last suggestion for basic self-care is find ways to relax, right? So meditation, yoga, getting a massage, taking a bath. Um, walking in the park or climbing the mountain, and, and that has to do with exercise regularly. Um, the third thing so, is... Doctor, before oh, you move on, do you mind if I interject? Yeah, well, no, I don't mind. I was going to say okay. yes, but no, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, ahead. the one thing I wanted to ask you about that particular segment before you move on was, do you feel that it's um, beneficial for people when you mentioned, um, you know, taking better care of yourself and doing small things in order to do that. So for instance, if you wanted to lose a few pounds or if you're trying to quit smoking or if you're trying to quit drinking or cut down on your drinking or smoke, whatever the case may be, do you feel like it's beneficial for people to um, engage in those behaviors like in small doses to kind of work up to it? So instead of trying to all of a sudden cut out all chocolate from your life, you know, because you're on a diet, maybe the first week you cut back, you know, 10% or 20% and the next week you kind of build build on top of small successes I guess is what I'm getting at. Do you think it's beneficial for people to do that? Absolutely. I mean what I what I suggest honestly and what works is taking those baby steps. So that goes back to the goals, right? So if you have weight management um, and eating healthy track, track it in your journal. Track what you're eating. Do an assessment first to see okay where am I at where am I lacking? So especially when we talk about eating healthier um, and wanting to transition into a healthier lifestyle, honestly, what I tell my clients and my um, patients is that track everything, even if it does not look 
so great on paper that holds you accountable. And so with the accountability, you're able to assess, okay, this is how much I'm taking in. Even when you talk about sugar drinks or even alcoholic drinks, I've got, you know, guys who drink beer with the guys, you know, and it's basketball season, so well, it's ending now. But still, I mean, I know that there's a higher consumption of alcohol right now because it's a social environment. Everybody's getting together for the game. Um, but even tracking that, you'll be able to understand how much um, uh, alcohol you're drinking uh, on the female side. They get together, the women get together, and they drink wine. You know, so it's it, it, it's comparable on each side, but it's something that relates to everyone when you're in a social atmosphere, right? We talk about alcohol consumption. We talk about eating out. How often are we eating out? How often are we cooking for ourselves? How often are we consuming water versus non-water product, products, including coffee? Um, so definitely start with the assessment first. I think that's the, the baby step and acknowledgement of where you are. The other part of that is, and then, of course, you start to make the transition. Okay, let me move, you know, ha- instead of having three cups of coffee a day, let me just tear it down to two for the next two weeks. Um, or even eating out. Okay, maybe I can only eat out on, you know, Twisted Tuesdays or, you know, your favorite place that has, you know, some type of favorite food that you have or a discount, you know, buy two, get one or whatever. Um, so start to convince those type of habits. The other part of that is the exercise. So usually what I find is um, people are so excited to make that change, especially during resolution season. They're like, I'm cutting everything out. I'm done. And then it's kind of like starvation mode um, for your body. And then you start craving things. And then, you know, and you work out in the gym. You're like, I'm going to work out six times a week when someone, you know, coming from a sedentary lifestyle, they haven't worked out at all. So they go from zero to 100 without considering the fact that you're shocking your body, and that's not always a healthy response to it, right? If you're fasting, that's something different, whether it's religious reasons or personal reasons. Um, the fasting aspect is different. When you're talking about making such a drastic lifestyle change, you're right. It's important to do those baby steps and say, you know what? I'm going to walk 30 minutes per day, three days a week. That's perfect. As you start to become more comfortable with that, then you can say, and you assess your body too. Am I having aches? Are my knees hurting? Are my ankles hurting? Is my back hurting from exercising? Then you can change the type of exercise that works best for you. Maybe you need to start in a pool rather than start walking because there's less pressure on your joints being in the pool versus walking on a treadmill or on a trail. So it all comes back to not only taking the baby steps, but also going through that assessment process to really be honest with yourself and say, hey, I do want to make these big changes in the future, but what can I be doing right now in the short term to make sure that it's consistent in those baby steps to make a huge um, impact in weight management and or eating healthy? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make yeah. sense. It does make sense. We might have to hold this over. You got two more to go, don't you? I do have two more to go. Yeah, we're going to have to hold that over for next week for a part two. Oh, a part two. Because John's question was just so good. And how you broke down the ladies drinking the wine, probably the Soda Home or the Moscato or the, you know, other Burnett's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All of that good stuff. Because yeah. I was saying last segment, I'm on that Bombay Sapphire. Oh. I'm hitting hard, Magic Blue. Okay. The magic Blue. Cranberry juice or the cranberry <laughs> juice 
or the OJ. You call it, it's the Bombay Sapphire. Mexico people. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So we're going to save three or four for next week. Yes. Self-care, because Lord knows Dr. V got some good stuff for you. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I look forward to part two. Yes, indeed, folks. Dr. Burnett, help the We're going to come back next week. We out. Check out the fine folks, Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching. And if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guides you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.